This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Unmistakable voice of Bob Seger. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom It's Sam and Greg back live. I had to leave during that interview. I, I just, I can't hear myself. Here. But I found out I'm down 30 pounds. How are you? <laughs> yeah. According to the next scale. Okay. I'm down about 30 pounds. Whoa. Since I've been getting healthier. Okay. That feels pretty good. I could fit in, I could fit in comfortably probably now into a, a race car. You think so? Mm, yeah. I'm okay. confident now. Okay. We're going yeah. to want to try it later on today? Well, we'll see. If Dustin's driving, maybe. I trust him <laughs> more than I do myself. Yeah, we haven't talked to him all season long. NBC has taken over coverage of NASCAR. And, of course, he here in town. Down the street, round the corner, up the block, getting ready for today's race. And we're going to talk about some of the stuff that is going on out there, your race day experience. But, Dustin, welcome to the show. Good morning, and thanks for joining us. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks a lot. Uh, looking forward to a big day at the at the track here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Always great to catch up with you. Um, you here and getting a chance to – and when I saw you out there for the spring race and, and you're back, what do you think is going to be different this time? I know it's, a, it's a, you know the new configuration. Second time the drivers are getting a look at it. Uh, going to be a little bit warmer track conditions when things get warmed up today. But what are you looking for to be maybe maybe different? Well, I think it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, as you said, the spring race was the first time with the, the reconfigured, repaved racetrack and, and the different rules package. And it created that type of racing that you typically see at Daytona and Talladega. And that's something, again, they hadn't seen at, uh, uh, you know, at Atlanta Motor Speedway in the past. So it was kind of like the, the a new a new Atlanta Motor Speedway. If you've been there before, you hadn't seen this. Uh, it, it was just like going to a brand new place. So. I think drivers are learning more about what they can do. I think there's still some things that they're trying to understand. Uh, you know, no practice, no qualifying. So uh, this weekend, so the, the first laps that they're going to be on the track are going to be when the green flag drops. So they're going to be learning on the job again today. And it'll be uh, fascinating to see what happens, a little bit warmer conditions than what it was in the spring. When it gets warmer, it affects the handling. The cars don't, uh, uh, you know, are a little bit more difficult to drive. So uh, it puts a little bit more in the hands of the drivers. So, We'll see what happens uh, today, but uh, should be a fascinating race. Dustin Long and his NBC crew here in town for the Quaker State 400 out at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
92.9thegame.com. I got a question for you, and forgive me if it's naive, but as we talk about the track, is there a, a time frame for a track to settle in or to be the track it's going to be for the next decade or so? You know, you talk about from the spring race to this race, the drivers are experiencing a new type of track compared to the old Atlanta Motor Speedway. But the track overall, does it settle into a certain sort of groove that will make it the track that drivers will know how to deal with moving forward or or not? It is what it is. Well, I mean, typically with repaves, tracks change and evolve over time. And it depends and, and, you know, it depends on what part of the country you're at uh, because of, you know, how hard the winters are or how light the winters are. And, you know, uh, it, it, you can go into all these little details about how the repaving is done and what's the aggregate that's a part of it. And it's often, you know, what's available in that part of the country that affects it. So there's a lot of little minor things like that. But certainly a big thing is, is, is what the weather conditions, how much they change, the beating of the sun or the, the cold conditions on the track that really can impact it. So, uh, yeah, I would expect it to evolve over time and, uh, and see what it uh, turns into. Spend the time on the waitforit.com outline this morning. We are pleased to be joined by Dustin Long from NBC Sports. And Dustin is social. You can find him on Twitter at Dustin Long, at Dustin Long, all lowercase. All right, our home folk uh, has been doing better lately, talking about Chase Elliott. He's on the pole because we didn't have qualifying yesterday. He's never won at the place that we call his home track. What does he have to do to give himself a chance today, Dustin? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, it's really been interesting this year in this season of inconsistency because obviously the the, the new car this year, the, the next-gen car, completely different car, first year for this car for all teams. So everybody's learning it. That's been um, it, 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 some, some weekend teams are up and some weekend teams are down. But uh, uh, throughout that up and down, Chase Elliott's team typically has been on, more on the upside this year than on the downside. He's got, uh, you know, he's won, he's the points leader, and as you as you stated, it's just, he's never won at his home track. And, and and he was asked about that again yesterday, and and that's something that uh, you know he really wants to get that victory. And and all the times that he spent here earlier in his career, and just uh, you know, he says it's, it's great to have the hometown track because he's just up the road. And he says it's nice to, to sleep in your own bed and head to the racetrack. And, and uh, you know, it would be nice to have a celebration at home after a big win. So maybe today's the day. We'll see. I was trying to uh, get your opinion about which one of these racers that we know that usually are at the top that haven't won a race so far. Because early on in this, this season, it just seemed like every week there was a new winner. But as we sit here now, people like Kevin Harvick, Brad Kozlowski, you know, traditional names that have not won. Are you surprised at the way this season has played out and who's not made across, who hasn't made it across the finish line? It's been a fascinating season, and it's, uh, it's just been topsy-turvy. As, as you say, it's been like, uh, you know, 13 different winners in the first 18 races, but yet you have some of the big names, like you mentioned, Kevin Harvey, Greg Kozlowski, who haven't won. Uh, Ryan Blaney hasn't won yet this year. Martin Truex Jr., former champion, hasn't won yet this year. Uh, Christopher Bell, a former winner, hasn't won yet this year. Uh, there's actually eight drivers who won races last year that have yet to win this season. So, okay, you've got 13 different winners this season, but there's still eight that won races last year that haven't won, including Bubba Wallace. And Bubba has, uh, and Bubba at times has had a very fast car and has been very good. But one of the things that has plagued him and his team has been pit road and that they've had a lot of issues on pit road. I can you know, specifically think about uh, at a, a race in May in, in Kansas where he was just blistering fast, but his pit crew had two pit road penalties 
and it kept putting them in the back of the field. He ended up finishing 10th, but uh, that was a day that they, they could have won, and there have been a few other days like that um, for Bubba. And one of the things coming into this weekend's race is they've, uh, again, made some changes to his pit crew. And, you know, again, for people who maybe aren't as familiar with, with the sport, is I would liken the pit crew to an offensive line on a football team. And, it, look, it, it, if, if you have a bad offensive line, it doesn't matter if you have the greatest quarterback in the game uh, back in – you know, throwing the ball because if he doesn't have time to throw the ball, he can't do his job. So, uh, you know, a strong pit crew is going to get you positions off a of pit road, just like a strong offensive lineman. Uh, offensive line is going to give your quarterback time to to make the multiple reads, to go if the the, the primary receiver is covered, to go find the secondary receiver or the third option or the fourth option to go get the first down or go get the touchdown uh, and break break the game open. Well, we're spending time with Dustin Long from NBC Sports here with Sam and Greg on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game and 92.9TheGame.com. You guys are everywhere on Odyssey. I was reading something that you wrote this week about Christopher Bell. You just mentioned him. This is a crunch race for people who are trying to make it into the playoffs. Uh, so, And this is a 400 instead of a 500. They got to go out and get it done today. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Shorter racing in the spring, so not as much time to, to do things. And yeah, as I mentioned, Christopher Bell is, is is on the playoff bubble right now, and he's 20 points ahead of Kevin Harvick. And you know, this type of racing, what we saw in the spring, the the, the groups all packed up together. Uh, if it stays like that again today, boy, if something happens in the front of the field, it could wipe out a bunch of cars. And we did see that in the spring, where there were some accidents at the front that took out uh, took out some drivers and and, and kind of in, impacted the race for a number of drivers. So. Uh, you know, this is, uh, there's eight races left, including today through the regular season. But, uh, you know, this is one where I think people look at is this could be a wild card race and you could have a 14th different winner. Um, you could have, uh, some crazy things happen and it'll just be fascinating to watch, uh, today at 3 PM Eastern on USA network. Yes, you are on USC, USA Network. For people who wonder where the, where the races are this week, now that NBC has taken over the coverage, talk a little bit about your pre-race show, what we're going to see, what you're going to have on there, and talk about this visit. I understand it's going to be made to the Dawsonville Pool Room. Yeah, we've got Rutledge Wood, who uh, uh, Georgia guy, who's going to be uh, hanging up at the, the Dawsonville Pool Room and kind of talking about things up in Dawsonville and just the, the, the pool room for people who haven't been there, obviously – Dawsonville, the home for the uh, the Elliots, Bill Elliott, and now Chase Elliott. And, uh, you know, for those who aren't uh, familiar with the pool room, uh, whenever uh, an Elliott wins, they uh, they fire off the siren, as they say, and uh, let everybody in the uh, area know that uh, an Elliott has won another NASCAR race. So there have certainly been times where that thing has gone off uh, a lot, and sometimes even at night. Uh, but... Uh, you know, there would be nothing more I think Chase Elliott would love than to, have, than to hear, hear about the, the siren going off uh, in the uh, from the Dawsonville pool room. And Rutledge will be up there, and we'll have our coverage of the regular group uh, with uh, Rick Allen in the booth with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Burton and Steve Letarte. And uh, we've got a pre-race show with Marty Snyder and uh, Kyle Petty, who's back after his wife had their third child just uh, this past week, and uh, also with uh, Dale Jarrett and and. Uh, uh, Brad Doherty. Another thing to, to be looking out for on, on today's pre-race show is earlier this week, uh, Kyle Petty sat down with Richard Petty and Jeff Gordon. And it was 30 years ago, uh, in 1992, was Richard Petty's last NASCAR Cup race, and it was Jeff Gordon's first race. Right. And so we sat them down, and it's the first time, I think, that they've ever sat down together to talk about that race. And uh, it's just uh, 
uh, really good interview, really some interesting things. And uh, the King was, uh, uh, Richard was, uh, was all excited about it, had a lot of fun with Jeff. And I know uh, in, in, in talking with Kyle that even like a day after the, uh, uh, the interview, Richard was still talking about what a fun time he had. So certainly that'll be something to look forward to. Uh, with our pre-race coverage, it begins at 2 p.m. Eastern on USA. Well, Dustin, it's funny you should bring up Richard Petty. And and if you knew this, you would probably have my partner, Sam Crenshaw, a part of that pre-race uh, coverage. Sam <laughs> Sam told a story yesterday to one of your colleagues uh, about something okay. that he had known about Richard Petty. And the colleague, who, like yourself, is entrenched in the sport and did not know this. Did you know the story behind how Richard Petty signs his name? I want to hear it. What's the, what's the Mr. Theory? Crenshaw, the floor is yours. No. I, uh, what do you mean, no? The, the, this is your story, man. No, it's not my story. It's Richard come Petty's on, story. Come on. I, well, Dustin, you heard about Richard Petty's autograph and the fact that why he signs it the way he signs it because they sent him to a school. He's, he just said no. He don't know it. So yep. tell everybody. Yeah, he's probably heard it, He though. said he didn't know it. Wait a minute. Let, let him say. He, he, I was talking to him. He said I'm no. Gonna, I, I, wanna hear, I, wanna hear Sam, I wanna hear Sam tell Thank it. You. I want to hear Sam tell it. Go ahead. So, because in because in his heyday when he was at his at the you know peak and out there winning every week the cars didn't have power steering obviously so he's fighting the steering wheel all day long and so people say if you're gonna eat, and he never turns down any autograph request that's all the thing Richard Petty does if you request an ask for an autograph he will sign it for you um, but but they said you can't sign all these autographs after these races he was staying for hours after races signing autographs they said look you're moving your wrist around we're gonna have to teach you how to sign your autograph without moving your wrist. And so he went to like a trade school to learn to practically draw his name. And so that's why the Richard Petty autograph, until anybody Google Richard Petty autograph, it is artwork. He draws it for you. And, um, you know, and I found that out during the time I was working, working up in Greensboro. Uh, yep. People told me about it. And so, yep, yeah, anybody, I don't know if he's at the track today, but if, if he's there today and anybody get a chance to get an autograph, have something better than a napkin. For him to write it on because the man <laughs> the man is going to take the time and really draw you something special that you want to keep and then put it in a frame and let me tell you something Brandon Hutchinson there at AMS has something autographed by Richard Petty in his office and he didn't realize he that. didn't know it either do you have an autograph from I've Richard Petty this, I've heard I'll tell you I've heard the story of one time Richard Petty was asked to autograph a duck. <laughs> What? A duck? I, I, now, that's all I know is, like, somebody came up and wanted to autograph a duck. And it's like, I don't know why you'd want to to do that, but uh, that was what somebody tried to do at one point, so years and years ago. Uh, so, yeah, don't don't bring a napkin. Don't bring a duck. Um, uh, but certainly – and, 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 Sam, you're right. I think that may be the, the best description I've heard of Richard's signatures is, is, is as artwork, and it really is. And it is fascinating to watch him, um, you know, sign his name. Um, and I can think back to when I did a book with the Petty family a number of years ago. And one of the things that we needed to get for the book was um, a signature for him. So he had to sign it on a sheet of paper so that we could uh, put it in the book. And it was just fascinating just to watch him sign it and how he moves his hand and, and just, you know, the strokes and, and, and the curves and everything like that. So, Artwork is a, is a great description of uh, the Richard Petty autograph, and certainly one that um, he shared. He shared with many people through the years. You, you hear that? That's the Dawsonville pool room. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna jinx the man? Now you gotta win. That's the Dawsonville <laughs> pool room, man. <laughs>
Hey, Dustin. We Dustin, we are not done with you. We're going to tap into your knowledge as you guys continue to bring us NASCAR coverage. But we want to thank you for getting up this morning and being a part of the show. Hey, looking forward to uh, the rest of the season. Uh, looking forward to today. Looking forward to talking to you guys throughout the year. And, yeah, certainly just uh, for folks, uh, pre-race coverage comes on at 2 p.m. Eastern on USA Network, followed by the race coverage at 3 p.m. And then after that, a reminder for folks, uh, we'll have a post-race show. So, uh, you know, I know that that's something that the fans talk about is, hey, you do all this time before the race and a lot of, and then and then you don't have much of a post-race show. Well, that's something that we build into all our race broadcasts this year, uh, either on USA or Peacock. Today's on USA. And uh, certainly check it out after the race. So, with the, you know, as we follow the storylines and kind of explain what happened to some of the competitors in today's race. And you never know, at some point, he might bring up that Richard Petty autograph story you just told him. No, no. You got two networks. There you go. He <laughs> might. You, know, you don't know. You got to tune in to find out. Hey, uh, Dustin, enjoy the race today, man. And thanks as always. Thanks a lot. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Have there a great day. You have put that story in two different networks this weekend. No. Yeah, you did. You you, you know you put you, we, we told Brandon. Yeah. And did we, t- we, we did we talk to um to to um oh who was that? Our other NASCAR our other NASCAR uh, voice. No. Well, you know he told a big story about it. We told about Adam. Thank you, Adam Alexander. You told that to Adam, so Adam's yeah. probably talking about it too. He's going to get mad that I actually stuttered trying to remember his name. Yeah, really. He's going to get real mad yeah, at me. We can't have that. As much as he calls us. Yeah, he is. Quaker State 400, man. Go, go Just go to their website, atlantamotorspeedway.com. Check out the events. Stuff is already going on out there right now. They started about 8 o'clock this morning, and I can't imagine what Terra Boulevard is looking like right now. But y'all be careful out there. No road rage. Just get to the race safely. And, and have get, fun. And have fun and get home safely. We're going to wrap things up here in just a minute. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 10th day of July. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. And speaking of the butt, this was the anniversary of uh, Lady Godiva riding naked through Coventry. <laughs> that would have sound okay, bro. <laughs> That's what it's from, in honor, in honor of her on this 10th day of July. This is a song from a, a movie that was filmed at Morehouse College. <laughs> yeah, but the title came from what she did. 1040, Lady Godiva rides naked through Coventry. To lower taxes. So she did it for a reason. And then it wasn't, they, it wasn't it, like Madonna just, you know, taking her clothes off. It was, she did it for a reason, to make a statement. And then they named the chocolate. And then they named, yes, right. Just like Reggie hit three home runs in the World Series, and then you got a Reggie bar. Yeah. So she got, a, she got chocolate named after her. How about that? In your world. Yikes. We learned earlier that um, Millard Fillmore was the 13th president, mm-hmm. which happened on this day. Hey, here's one for you. Wyoming became a state. Now, here's the question. What number do you think Wyoming was when it became a state? It was in 1890. It became a state. What number? The, the 10th, the 30th, the, you know, it wasn't the 50th or 49th. No. Nah, Which nah, one nah. was it? 40th. Ooh, you're close. 44. Okay. Okay. Hank Aaron. Somewhere, somewhere in that area. And down on Bear Street in the Bahamas, they became free on this day. The independence to Nassau in the Bahamas happened on this day from the UK. Okay. Go down there and have yourself some conch fritters. 
And I went there before, and I went there after. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You went to you went to the Bahamas before seventy three. Mm-hmm. Is there a story there? Or you, y'all no, just man. Boat get lost? No, dude. Okay. What were you doing in the Bahamas before the seventy three? Can't you tell? Going to visit. Who are you going to visit? Didn't know until I got there. <laughs> so this is one of those situations where the parents just put you in a car and then put you in a boat and we going to visit no, some we folks. Got, no, we got on a plane. Oh, you got? Oh, you flew there. Yeah. Hey, excuse me, son. Yeah. Well, I go back to my British accents because I know you want to give a Wimbledon update. Uh, Nick Curios <laughs> is taking the first set. Great. Six. <laughs> Great. That's what we want to hear. <laughs> you, you print bumper stickers for this. Yeah, man. I got a Serbian. I got a Serbian woman. I'm calling as soon as this thing's over. with oh, it goes to Curios. Uh, Curios is one. Uh, won the first set six four. And like I said, I think this is going to go five. I want to remind everybody. Um, they're gonna they're gonna allow us to uh, broadcast from outside of the Kia Studios together <laughs> We've got uh, our for the second time. It happened last Monday during the Peachtree Road Race. It will happen again next Saturday, and you're cordially invited to come and join us uh, from 6:30 a.m. We'll be there at six from six until ten at State Farm Arena. It'll be for a million uh, million meal pack with the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the Hawks are rallying the Atlanta community to pack more than one million meals. For Georgia families facing food insecurity, the Million Meal Pack happens uh, next Saturday, State Farm Arena. And they need volunteers. They're looking for about 200 support staff volunteers to help ensure that the meals are packed so that uh, families get fed. So if you want to be a volunteer, they're looking for you. You got the shift from 630 to 1, and you got another shift from 11 a.m. to 530. The early shift will get to eat breakfast. The second will get to eat lunch, so you're gonna, they're going to feed you while you prepare these meals for folks uh, in need, doing something good along with the Hawks. And uh, we are your home for the Atlanta Hawks, and we're happy that we're going to be there, be a part of it. So come come by and say hello, just like y'all did when we were running by this wall They didn't of, come by. The, they just ran by us, the wall of which humanity. is usually the effect that we have. <laughs> there you are. Let's go. <laughs> that is coming up next Saturday. Look forward to seeing you. Max Robinson. Yes. You know what he's known for? Legend. Happened on this day. Was that? Became the first black anchor on network news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 1978. ABC News. Yes, it was. Yep. David Brinkley. He was in Chicago, right? Yes, he was. Chicago. Max Before Robinson. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brinkley. Yeah. Jake LaMotta mentioned that earlier. Fred Gwynn. Ooh. Herman Munster. Herman Munster. Or the judge. What was that word? What, what's a ute? <laughs> from my cousin Vinny. Yep. But with all seriousness, and, and, and take a second, because you have a perception of this family, and right or wrong, they've done some things. Not just the men, but the women, too. Uh, when I say the name Eunice Shriver, what does that, yes. what does that mean yeah. to you? What you think of the, what you think of the Kennedy family? And she was JFK's sister, mm-hmm. married mm-hmm. Sergeant Shriver, mm-hmm. birthed Maria Shriver, mm-hmm. But she is the woman responsible and, 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 and credited for starting the Special Olympics. Right. So you cannot sneeze on Eunice Shriver. No. And, I mean, listen, all of those Kennedys, you know, say what you will about them. By the old man and, 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 and their mother, they were taught to give back. Yeah, they were taught to serve. So, yeah, Eunice Shriver, this was, uh, would have been her birthday today, so. Wanted to throw that out there. Um, want to thank Russell Baxter. Want to thank, uh, before I forget, uh, Corey McCartney. Mm-hmm. Want to thank Dustin Long, replay of Michael Irvin. That was from yesterday for joining us this weekend. As you mentioned, we're going to be out and about next weekend. But want to also remind all of you out there that Kenny Maine, you remember him from that four-letter network. Well, he's gone from there. Yeah. And he's now joined us. He's got a new uh, new family, which is the Odyssey family, and a new podcast, Hey Maine. 
Each week, Kenny's going to talk to someone he knows a little and fascinated by a lot. Athletes, musicians, celebrities, eh, just about anybody else. You can download Hey Maine on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure I got that out there. Okay. Uh, at some point. some point? you No, I'm talking to the audience. Okay. At some point, if you get a chance and you're an Atlanta United fan, um, you want to check out some, some, some post-game sound from yesterday where for the first time since this team has been here, their leader, Joseph Martinez, literally had to question their heart. Without saying it that way, we've heard it. He didn't call any names. And he didn't call, he didn't mention nobody's name. And then the coach came out and said it in a different way. Talked about they didn't want to bring the fight. They got beat yesterday by a team they hadn't seen before and, and never dealt with Austin. And it was at home and it was a big crowd and they laid an egg. And then they locked themselves in the locker room for an hour after the game and didn't talk to the media. No, well, that's what happens when you get a you know when I'm for closed an door. hour. Well, however long it takes, I would imagine an hour. However long it takes. And by the way, um, is that done in one language? And I'm not asking that to be a smartass. I'm oh, saying I don't, I don't know. But so but if you got to do it is, in a couple different languages, maybe, maybe so. that's that's why everybody gets it. I, yeah. It won't take an hour though. Well, you got you got some back and forth. Because maybe some some of the guys who were being talked to had something to say back, and I don't know were the coaches in the, in the locker room. That I don't know. Yeah, see, a lot of times that ain't the case, right? Play, we we've heard about players only meetings. I don't know if that's the case, but as you said, the door was locked for an hour afterwards, and for the first time since Atlanta United has been here, there were people questioning other players' hearts. And that to me is the bigger story. They're going at it again against San, uh, Salt Lake City on. Wednesday, um, pre-match is at 7 o'clock. Kick is at 7.30. You can hear that right, match right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. But that's one of the things that we talked about during the show today. And, and, and as we talk about the Braves and, and what they're done on the positive side and getting ready as they head into the second season, how many folks are going to be. I mean, we're talking about the Braves this year because we didn't even talk about this last year. At this point, we don't know what these guys are going to look like. They got We know what happened at the end of the season, but yeah, nobody saw them guys coming back the way they did the second half of last season. And we absolutely haven't talked about them before that the same way we've talked about Atlanta United. And now things have flipped a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the and, Hawks. And once again, we talked about Atlanta United in one person with Brad Gazan being out and you – you know, you like to think any team sport is beyond one person being able to, to but but because he plays the role that he plays with the team, he is a vocal leader and he is this this uh, this goalkeeper who everybody when they face the team know they have to deal with. Other teams are probably being a little more aggressive and a little more daring, knowing that he's not there. They get against that's what you do, right? That's what, that's what you well, do. I, it's true, but but if you know that, then you do some things to adapt your defensive. To try to to try to you know, help out the person that ends up in that spot, and right now that's obviously just not happening with this team. And for the what you've seen, you t- you talked about the last four games, excuse me, matches. They had one tie, but for the most part they've been all L's. Yeah. And and did you see this home stand, this home game, and and how they performed yesterday? Because again, you guys put more eyeballs on on this team than I do on a regular basis, and, and I'm been getting more and more educated as to the little nuances of what I should look for. But what I'm saying to you, and I'll bring Eric in on this if he's got a second too, did you see this coming? 
Did you see this? Con- and, and if oh, you what saw happened it coming, last night? Yeah, what you oh, saw yesterday. No. no did you, you see did. a heart you issue know, with this team? But, but you saw a team that had, had lapses and breakdowns at bad time, and it was happening consistently, and it has this season. They've had matches where they should have gotten wins or at least should have gotten ties, and because of lapses on the defensive end, they ended up losing or, or having to settle for a draw. So that's the thing. But to have what happened last night takes it to a whole nother place where you're on your, at home in front of your big crowd. You can't score, and you can't slow down or stop this opponent. And so that's, that's, you know, that's a totally different thing. I think it was just a pot boiling over from the road trip to the way they played last night. I think it was just, this probably was a build-up and a build-up and a build-up, and boom, interrupted. And they were like, you know what? We got to hash this out tonight. Nobody's leaving this building until we hash this thing out but, but right I, now. I guess what I'm saying is did you see – okay, we got people wearing this wearing this jersey that weren't wearing it a few years ago. And that's what he was alluding to. You got people wearing it that wasn't wearing it a month ago. Okay, so my, my point is <laughs> yeah. we, we've seen this in other sports where a guy got the check, he's playing on the team, but don't come and question my heart because I got paid already. Now, I'm not saying that's the case here, but is the chemistry that you hope to have with any team there? Did you see it before this match and the four games prior to that or earlier in the season? Is the chemistry that was there earlier in the season lost through, due to injury of this person or that person? I'm just trying to wrap my mind around well, how did we get here? And is it strictly because of the – couple injuries that you talked about. Yeah, no, it, it, in my opinion, it is. Um, when you're playing these many – think about it. You're playing matches consecutively, you know, three matches a week in two weeks. You ain't got no practice time because you got to rest. You know, you're watching some film. You're making some minor adjustments. But they just got too many issues. It's the injuries. It's the lack of continuity. And what Yosef said is, you know what? You know what? You got to give me everything you got when you step on this pitch because I think that's what he was saying. Just because you're here is not good enough – Leave it all out on on this pitch. It's yeah. Mm. yeah. Wednesday yeah. can't get here fast enough. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you on that. You know, big time. I know they probably today. I know they're going to watch film or probably get some treatment. But more than anything, they're going to put their feet up and get some rest uh, because, like you said, you don't have long to prepare for what's coming up Wednesday, and they really want to go out and have a different look and get a different result. Braves are trying to sweep Washington. They uh, go at it at 1.30 today before the Mets come to town. And, of course, everything is popping out at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Be careful if you're driving out there. Be careful when you're driving back home. Want no road rage or nothing like that. And just enjoy your time there. Eric, as always, thank you very much, sir. Have yourself a big day. All right. Mr. Crenshaw. Hey. You too. We do it. We have a much better day when we leave here than we did yesterday. So yes, <laughs> y'all get out there and enjoy your day, whatever you do. Have a big day. It's Sam and Greg. We've got Chris Goforth coming up next. This is Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.